Live from Delaware's News Center, you're listening to Delaware's Afternoon News. Here's Chris Carl. Well, good afternoon. We have cloudy skies, 55 degrees in Wilmington at 403. News brought to you by Dell Dot. April is work zone safety month. Slow down and drive safely. Well, two people, including a 13-year-old girl recovering from injuries after being shot last night in Wilmington Southbridge section, police were called to South Buttonwood Avenue in the area of A Street around 11.30 p.m., finding the teen and 24-year-old man with gunshot wounds, both listed in stable condition. Community organizations gathered to call for the end to violence in Wilmington. WDEL's DJ McEnany reports. We pay taxes and we cannot get no law and order. The police won't catch the folks who kill them and they are also going to kill all people. On the corner of 10th and Pine, NAACP Delaware President Richard Mouse Smith called for an end to violence from within the black community and outside of it. The organization's first vice president, Dr. Freeman Williams, called for more leadership. City officials have to step up and be held accountable. We need them not to follow, we need them to lead and to make sure that the appropriate efforts are made that we can combat this horrendous effort of violence that's just overtaking our communities. Because, as activist Kobe Owens points out, everyone should care that lives are on the line. It is out of hand. We are saying not one more life needs to be lost. Time and time again, we stand out here, we're demanding that black people get the same protection under the law that everyone else is afforded. DJ McEnany, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. Man has been charged in a shooting that happened a month ago in Wilmington. Police arresting 21-year-old Treasure Parsons for the killing of 28-year-old Demir Chambers of Newark. Chambers shot and killed in the city's Quaker Hill neighborhood March 16th. Parsons facing a first-degree murder charge. WDEL Newstime 405. In Delaware, there are still no known cases of the rare blood clots that doctors say are linked to the single-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine. WDEL's Amy Cherry is more. Delawareans who may be concerned about the recent pause in usage of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine due to extremely rare blood clots, just six cases identified and nearly 7 million doses of vaccine administered shouldn't worry so much, medical experts say. FDA and CDC is just being cautious at this point. This is still considered a very rare instance of severe side effects. Dr. Rick Hong, the state's medical director, says the state hopes to be able to use the J&J doses it has in their arsenal. We were scheduled to get some uh, J&J uh, next week that has been held at the federal level. So unfortunately, we're going to have some J&J uh, stock and we're ready to go once we get a sense of what our next steps are going to be with J&J. He says this pause should raise confidence and show the vaccine safety process is working. Things do happen and it's like so important that we report any side effects or reactions through the appropriate channels. Amy Cherry, WDEL, Delaware's News Radio. A regional organization that assists families with critically ill children celebrating its annual biggest pajama party today. WDEL's Mike Phillips reports. Deputy Associate Director of the Casey Cares Foundation, Aaron Ritter, says the PJ Party helps collect pajamas and gift cards that are sent to the children and their families. In care packages, we'll send them pajamas and um, a pizza uh, delivery gift card and streaming service um, gift cards so they can have a pajama party at home with their family. In addition to individual homes, Ritter says they also distribute the pajamas to hospitals. For them to give to um, children who are there on extended hospital stays. So instead of a scratchy hospital gown, they get some cozy pajamas that just, you know, a little bit of a reminder of home. Casey Cares Foundation is celebrating its 20th anniversary. The foundation says it gives out about 20,000 sets of pajamas a year. Mike Phillips, WDEL Delaware's News Radio. Wall Street today, new records. The Dow gaining 164 to a record close. S&P up 15 to a record high. The Nasdaq flirting with a record. 
It gained 13 and a half today. Well, still to come, a new makeup line from Hershey's. Plus, traffic and weather together up next. I'm Chris Carl. Thanks for joining us here on WDEL. Whatever happens next happens here. Delaware's News from WDEL and CBS throughout the day on 1150 AM and 101.7 FM WDEL. Today is Greg Buckley Day on WDEL. Give Greg a call or text and wish him a happy day. Your weekend forecast from the WDEL Weather Center. Mostly cloudy to start tonight, then gradually clearing overnight, low down to 42. Sunny tomorrow, but a bit windy with gusts as high as 20 miles an hour. Tomorrow's high near 60. Partly sunny Sunday, a slight chance of afternoon showers. High 63. Monday, mostly sunny, high 66. Well, the Phillies are back home after a 1-5 road trip, and they'll face someone other than the Braves or Mets for the first time this season, starting a series against the Cardinals tonight. Zach Eflin on the mound for the Phils. Our pregame coverage starts at 6.30 tonight here on WDEL. The Orioles play their next five games on the road starting tonight with three games against the Rangers in Texas. Sixers on the home floor tonight, hosting the L.A. Clippers. They come in having won three straight games, looking to avenge their loss to the Clippers in L.A. earlier this season. Tip-off after 7 o'clock from Wells Fargo Center. And college football tomorrow, a top-10 matchup as number 7 Delaware visits number 10 Villanova. Kickoff tomorrow at 1 p.m. 4:12 now on WDEL. In other news, state lawmakers in the House set to return to legislative fall for session later this month, but the building will remain closed to the public. House Speaker Pete Schwarzkopf says beginning April 29th, lawmakers will return to the Capitol building for an in-person hybrid session day for floor votes and party caucuses. He says representatives will zoom into session from their individual offices. He says the return is made possible by the majority of lawmakers and essential staff being fully vaccinated by that date. The move comes after former candidate for governor Julianne Murray filed a lawsuit that seeks to reopen the building to the public and ensure lawmakers return for in-person proceedings. Schwarzkopf insists the reopening plan has nothing to do with the lawsuit or outside pressures and has been in discussion for months. The state Senate says it is planning to return to in-person session May 11th with senators socially distanced on the floor and witness testimony via Zoom. Well, Della, we're seeing a drop in demand for COVID testing. Emergency Management Director A.J. Shaw says testing dropped over the past week from 37,000 to 33,000. But right now they're not planning to scale back testing sites. So we do know with a large percentage of people that at least have one shot, we figured there would be a decrease in testing. However, with spring break and people traveling in the increase of the positive rate, you know, it's important to keep getting tested when you are in situations where you could potentially spread others. Public Health Director Dr. Carol Rote recommends testing for those who've traveled three to five days after they return and in other instances. If you were dining indoors or at any social types of events or certainly with crowds um, or flying in an airplane, make sure that you do get tested. You can go to de.gov slash get tested to find a testing site. No decision from Wilmington City Council on what to do with two statues that were removed last year. 
A resolution calling for permanent removal of the Caesar Rodney and Christopher Columbus statues failed last night. Councilwoman Loretta Walsh. The mayor is the one who decided these come down. He did say that there was an overdue discussion needed. I believe that. I think we should demand from the mayor that we have that discussion before we make any decisions on these statues. But Council President Trippy Congo doesn't believe a discussion is necessary. There's no place for those statues in any public place in our city. They are not heroes. America has never taught true history, so I don't think we can depend on that ever happening. Those statues go back up. It's going to definitely instill mental trauma on our residents. Health advocates now pushing to make New Jersey's COVID-related ban on smoking in Atlantic City casinos permanent. They say 20 states are already smoke-free. Casinos say permanent banning of smoking would drive away customers. They add their gambling sites have invested heavily in air filtration systems to make areas safe. And the Hershey Chocolate Company is getting into the beauty industry. The company has teamed up with HipDot to unleash a makeup line. The collaboration includes two eyeshadow palettes. One is milk chocolate, the other white chocolate. Plus, there are chocolate and peanut butter inspired lip balms and a brush set. The collection is available for a limited time. That's CBS's Diane King-Hall reporting. Still to come, the latest on the investigation into the Indianapolis mass shooting. Right now at 4.15, the latest WDEL coronavirus update. I'm Chris Carl. We are in week 58 of Delaware State of Emergency. Governor Carney today extending the emergency by another 30 days. 22% of Delaware's population now fully vaccinated. That's similar to the national number. The CDC reports almost 24% of Americans are fully vaccinated. 69% of Delaware seniors are fully vaccinated. Almost 37% of the state's population has gotten at least one dose. The total number of COVID cases in Delaware since the start of the pandemic has now crossed the 100,000 mark. That represents a little more than 10% of the state's population. The state adding 365 new COVID cases each day. That's the highest it's been in two weeks. It's been above 300 for more than two weeks now after being below 300 for more than a month. Delaware's positivity rate still rising now at 6.4%. It hit 6% this week for the first time since February 11th. Keep it here for continuing updates on WDEL, Delaware's News Radio.